Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I'm back with another amazing episode. I got to interview my client Sam and I'm just so so excited about this episode. Sam has been a client of mine for four months already and she has now extended for another three months and I'm just really really excited for her journey because she has already achieved so 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 much and I'm just so proud of her. Honestly this is a very empowering episode for all of the women out there who finally want to work on themselves and invest in themselves and just be a better version of themselves but also for all of our vegans out there that really want to be an empowering vegan and show the world that it's possible to feel and look great on a vegan diet there's just so much that we discussed with sam and the one thing that stood out to me the most in this episode is just that she's finally confident she's feeling great in her skin and it has been a completely change since the last time that we talked so i don't want to spoil you too much so definitely keep listening and here it is Awesome, Sam. I'm very excited that we are here today uh, on my Seeking Veganism podcast. Um, Yeah, I'm just honestly like, I feel like we have so many things in common at the same time and you're like all over like in Canada. Um, And we connected for your listeners to know, we connected more than four months ago at this point, I think. Um, And I don't even know if you applied to my program or if I reached out or we just like talked on Instagram. Can you remember? I think we talked on Instagram because I started following you and then you reached out to find out why I was following you. (laughs) Yes, I do that. (laughs) Cool, good to know. Um, Awesome, Sam. I'm just very excited to have you here today and just also very excited to have you in the program for another three months. So um, basically for you listeners, I've worked with Sam now for four months and we have just extended for another three months, which I'm very excited about. Um, but Sam, let's do it like this. I would love for you to just introduce yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from, what you do, everything that you want to share. Yeah, um, so I am Sam. I live in Toronto in Canada, which is very far away from Jess. Um, <laughs> but uh, I am a product manager for a software company. So I work a whole lot, um, which is why I needed a online coach because I can't do it by myself. And I spend 12 to 14 hours a day working. Um, so, so yeah. Awesome. So... The moment when we kind of started talking, you did work for, like you did workouts already, right? You kind of paid attention Mm -hmm. to your nutrition, but what was it that made you realize like, okay, I actually do probably need someone else to help me with my goals that I currently have? Um, I've always been very into sports and working out and um, that aspect of being healthy. However, I am not as good as the nutrition aspect. So really what I was looking for was how do I thrive on a vegan diet and how do I know what to eat properly to fuel my body in order for me to lift heavy weights and go for runs and all of that. Um, so I, I really needed to understand exactly what my macro breakdown would be and where I can get the proper protein. Cause obviously everyone asks you where you get protein when you're a vegan. And although I can answer beans, um, there's so many other things that I've now learned. I can get over 120 grams of uh, protein every day. So the really the biggest thing for me was nutrition and learning how I could eat properly. Um, and then the training was really just a bonus on top of that because 
I've been training, I guess, three to four times a week uh, prior to the program. And now I train five times a week. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it's a different split now. And I see a lot bigger of a difference in my uh, body composition. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like your main goal, also the body recomposition, right? That we are working towards now. Yeah. Can you tell me what exactly has changed in your nutrition? Like kind of when you look back, how would you eat day by day and how did it change now? Um, so I was really bad at meal prepping when I first went vegan and for the first year of me being vegan because I didn't know what to make and I was like, oh, everything's not going to be good if I meal prep it ahead of time or I would meal prep something that was gross like just like a whole bunch of lentils and I did not want to eat it by the second day um so my nutrition was kind of random and I would eat like a lot more toast or um a lot more processed stuff like beyond me burgers which I love anyways but I don't think I've eaten one in four months um and I used to eat them probably three to four times a week um but just so much more processed stuff and way more carbs, like way more than I eat now. And I still eat a lot of carbs. Um, so I just felt bloated all the time and gross. And I think that there was no creativity or anything like that in my vegan diet. And I would just eat junk food. And at the start of me going vegan, I kind of said, Oh, well like it's vegan. So it's healthy, right? It doesn't matter, but that's so not true. Um, so my, my diet was really all over the place and I just kind of ate whatever I wanted and that's not really like me and it definitely wasn't fueling my body. I could tell just based on my my overall mood and tiredness and all of that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and this is also what you mentioned a lot of the times when I speak to uh, women or men that go vegan, they kind of go through the same thing. It's like... Um, you know, I think I eat protein, what you said, I eat beans, I eat lentils, but I feel bloated all of the time. Um, I'm just so confused because I should be feeling great, but it's the actual opposite. And I was in the exact same position when I went vegan, right? I started gaining weight. I was like, what the hell? I was like super lean before I went vegan um, and didn't have to even pay that much attention to my food. And all of a sudden I went vegan. I felt bloated all of the time and gained weight. Right. And this is because a lot of the times we um, kind of un- underestimate how high carb naturally a whole food plant based diet is if it's not planned well. Um, so I'm very glad to hear that, um, you know, you have also seen the shift in your body as well. And you also told me that you don't feel bloated anymore. Right. Yeah, no, my bloating is completely gone. And it's probably because all I ate was beans and lentils <laughs> when I was trying to be on a diet. And I don't think I've eaten one lentil since we started, which yeah. is awesome because, like, I'm not a big fan anyways. Um, and my bloating is completely gone, even, like, when I'm on my cycle um, yeah. or, like, on my period. Like, I don't get bloating either. Yeah. I would like to touch more on the cycle part um, because mm-hmm. for your listeners as well, when Sam joined, she was on birth control, um, and you know, of course, we had the we have to we had the goal of losing weight, working on the recomposition, right? So doing strength training in combination with a um, with a good diet, with a good meal plan, um, but also you stopped taking birth control. Um, I don't even remember if it was just at the beginning or a couple of weeks into the program. 
Yeah, I think it was about a month into the program, and I honestly hadn't even thought about it. Uh, like, that wasn't even on my mind to stop taking birth control. I've been taking it since, like, for probably 12 years. Um, and I took one break once. Um, but you kind of, it, without you realizing it, you convinced me to stop taking it um, just based off of, like, conversations we've had and um, the different material you provided me on our cycle I just realized that mine was so off um especially just my tiredness and I didn't know I don't really know much about or I didn't know much about my cycle before um so you kind of convinced me to stop taking birth control and it was probably the best decision I've made for my body um thus far because I can just notice um before I was getting migraines all the time which is not normal for me I don't get migraines um I also felt like I was plateauing in my weight and kind of storing some of my weight when I was on birth control. And immediately when I stopped taking it, I noticed a difference. And I was tired all the time. Uh, and I didn't actually get my period, which I realized is very bad for you. Like, that's not a good thing. Um, although it's great for not having to deal with that, it's not a good thing. Um, and I think it also helped my bloating. So there was a lot of different factors that led me to making that decision and all of those things have stopped. Um, so that's really awesome. Yeah. I love to hear that. Um, this is where a lot of women say that they don't even realize everything that like the pill is doing to them. Um, because of course you don't have a natural cycle, like even the, the periods, so-called periods that you have while you take birth control are bleed through bleedings. They're just, um, because of course we have to bleed at some point, but it's not an actual period because you only have a period if you ovulate, right? And there's no ovulation when you're on birth control because it's suppressing it. And with no ovulation, you don't have the natural hormones, estrogen and progesterone, which now you can actually feel in your body. You can feel how they affect you. Um, and you also told me you're more emotional, right? Because of course, uh, estrogen is a, um, a hormone that gives us, you know, serotonin and, and dopamine. It makes us feel good. And progesterone is a hormone that makes us, you know, calmer and a little bit more, more tired. Um, and so it's, it's funny to, to hear that your body is changing so much. Um, Can you just <clears throat> tell me now how your periods go and also how you um, sync with your cycle when you, um, I wouldn't even say when you have your period, but just throughout your, your, um, your menstrual cycle, because of course, of course, as you know, we have four phases. So what is it that you do um, in order to feel good during the entire month? Yeah, um, so I mean, Yes, I am more emotional, so that, that <laughs> part I have to kind of, like, deal with, and I don't really like emotions, so that's one thing, but I find that I'm, in general, more emotional, uh, which is interesting. It's like a new adventure, um, so that I just kind of take it as it comes, but um, in terms of syncing my workouts and my nutrition to my cycle, I find uh, with me my nutrition doesn't really change just because I don't get the, um, the hunger or I'm not as hungry and that kind of different, those different, um, um, I don't know, ups and downs in my cycle. So my nutrition is kind of the same and 
Uh, I'm one of those people who I like to just meal prep for the entire week and I eat the same thing every day just because it's easier for me. Um, I need structure. Otherwise, I'll just like fall off the bandwagon. Um, but I have completely changed how I work out when I'm, um, throughout my cycle, which is interesting because I've always had trainers, uh, throughout my life or like off and on throughout my life. And, um, I used to be an athlete in high school and no one really taught me that you're supposed to do different things during different phases of your cycle. I thought it was like, you just work through it and suck it up and who cares that you're a girl and you're feeling tired, like continue doing your million laps in the pool or lifting as heavy as you can. Um, but you can actually notice when you're in certain phases, like when I'm on my period, for example, I am so much more tired and I feel like the weights I try to lift are like, I could lift it no problem on any other day, but during my period, it's like awful. It's so much worse. So now I do things like walking, um, I take my dogs for a really long walk, or um, I go for a very light jog, and I prefer to do that rather than lift weights just because I feel like I don't get through my workouts, and then that's more demotivating. Um, And then after my period, I feel awesome, and then for like two weeks afterwards, I can lift really heavy, and it's like an amazing feeling, so kind of switching it up throughout my cycle um, has been really interesting. And I would have felt guilty before, for sure, uh, not going to the gym and not listening to my body. But one of the biggest things I think I've learned throughout this program is that you have to listen to your body. Otherwise, one, you'll get injured, or two, you'll just fall off the bandwagon even worse. Um, so giving your t- your body that time to rest is, like, really important. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And I love that you have immediately applied this to yourself as well, because what you said, um, I had the exact same experience. I I had a male trainer as well, right? Where, um, and you probably know the story as well, where he kind of also told me just, you know, go to the gym and do something and, you know, push yourself. It's just Mm -hmm. all in your mind um, until I injured myself. What you said, like it happens super quickly because your body is not in a state of being able to do those things. Like during our periods, our hormones are at its lowest levels. We are supposed to rest and give our bodies, um, you know, the rest that it needs. So I really love that you have the approach of, okay, I'm still going to do something, but I'm just going to take it so much lighter and really listen. And nothing's going to happen if you have three or four days off during the entire month where you train, right? And this is also where the guilt comes in. Um, and I think it's great that you also mentioned that because I see that, I saw that so much in myself. And until this day, even though I've been doing this for so long, I still have it sometimes in me. I'm like, oh my God, I just, why? <laughs> you know, I want to go train. Um, but at the same time, it's like the more you sync with your cycle, the better you're going to feel and the more energy you're going to have during those great phases. Um, Because if you push yourself during uh, the menstrual phase and you then expect to be still awesome during the other phases, you're probably not going to be because you've already kind of like given everything in those phases where you shouldn't have, right? So I really love that you mentioned that. Um, I would like to ask you also more about um, you as a vegan um, and what, um, cause I know you love dogs. I do too. So we have that thing in common already. I don't have one, unfortunately. Um, but it's, it's in my plans. I, I always wanted one since I was a child. Um, so yeah, my, my question to you is what made you, um, go vegan and when was that? 
Um, yes, I do love dogs, and you should get one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or two, or three, I don't know. Um, so I've been vegetarian off and on basically my whole life, and I grew up in a family that loves meat, and all they eat is meat. So when I was... I think 10, I was like, hi, I'm going vegetarian. And everyone looked at me like I was an alien (laughs) and I was obviously the odd one out. Um, so I've just been, I've been vegetarian off and on my whole life. And I realized that I, my body just doesn't agree with dairy or meat or anything like that. So anytime I ate any sort of dairy or like eggs or meat or anything like that, I would just feel awful. Like either I would get bloated or I would feel sick or I would feel very, very tired. Um, So that was one factor in me starting to think about going vegan. But the biggest factor is I love animals and um, I think it's very hypocritical of me. um, And not to say that this is, for everyone in the world but to me I just felt like a hypocrite saying that I love my dog and now I have two dogs so I love my dogs but I don't love the cow that I'm eating or the pig that I'm eating like it there's no difference they're both they're all very cuddly they're animals they're living beings they have feelings and um that's really the thing that I just one day and it was uh, I guess a year and a half ago now um, so not that long, but one day I just said, no, tomorrow I'm going vegan. And I just like cold turkey. I have not eaten anything that's not vegan since. And I just made the decision and I watched a lot of documentaries and I continue to watch lots of documentaries like Dominion and Game Changers and all of those things, um, just to educate myself more. Uh, but really it's, it's a, for me, it's a health thing, um, just because I feel so much better on a vegan diet. And then also my love of animals. I can't look at my puppies and say, I love you so much. And then go and eat a steak because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm basically eating this, an animal. So mm-hmm. just to me, it's just, it's awful. And also seeing the way the food industry now is and how processed it is and how they treat their animals is just horrifying to me. Um, and I'm not the type of vegan who will yell at people for making their own life choices and doing all that. I mean, to me, what you put in your body is your, is your business and it's not, it's not my business at all. And I'm not going to push my vegan agenda on you. However, I believe that being vegan is, is the best choice for me and, um, the best choice for my, my lifestyle. How do you deal with people um, around you, like your friends, your family? Because we are very similar again here. Um, I have a very similar opinion to yours. Um, and I try to like, of course, when you first go vegan, this whole new world opens up to you and you're like, why is not everyone vegan? Like I've been living in a matrix for so long and now I finally know what's happening and you kind of want to convince everyone to be vegan. After a while, it kind of like diminishes as it's like, okay, you know, um, so you don't want to be that angry vegan that like, you know, goes around and shows you pictures and screams um, to like make everyone go vegan because no one's going to go vegan this way. Right. Um, But at the same time, like, I don't know how you are, but I'm usually I'm a I'm a patient person when it comes to like, you know, when I have a friend approach me about it or a family member, but I don't like when they already come up with an argument like 
an already statement. Um, I was, as I told you, I was at a facial, you know, on Wednesday and it was great. Um, and this lady is like, um, but you have a lot of nutrient deficiencies, right? I was like, no, I actually don't. I went to the doctors and he was surprised at my blood levels, how healthy I am. But you, you, you are deficient in B12 statement. And I was like, wait, how do you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so in those kind of moments, I'm trying to like step back and like breathe because I'm the kind of person that's like, ah, oh, you know, I just want to like, why do you even have the right? I don't tell you that you have high cholesterol and that you have diabetes just because you eat animals. Right. Um, so how do you deal with that when you have like a friend or a stranger or a family member approach you about this and kind of also maybe in an aggressive way? I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but how you do, how do you do that? Um, it happens to me like almost every day. Uh, so when I first went vegan, I had a really good support because my best friend is actually vegan and she had been vegan for a year and a half when I went vegan. So um, nice. And she's a lot more outspoken about it than I am. Uh, so if we're in a group setting, she kind of speaks for me, which is sometimes great because I don't have to get involved. Um, but so I had that support, which was really awesome. And I think that was really important because others were kind of used to it in my in my little circle of friends. Um, so they got used to the fact that there was vegan, um, vegan food and, and stuff like that. Um, but I think one of the biggest challenges, I guess there's two, one is my family and, uh, my family's very old school and I'm, I'm not at all. Like I'm covered in tattoos and I'm just <laughs> like, like, yeah, whatever. I'll just kind of chill and see what comes my way. Um, and they're not, they're, like I said, very used to eating meat all the time, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And when I went vegan, the immediate reaction is, well, how are you going to get protein? You can't live on a vegan diet. Vegans are frail. Vegans don't eat enough. They look pale and they look sick and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think just from my, the way that I look now, I've probably proved them wrong um, just by showing them. But uh, when I first was faced with that, I just said, look, um, I understand that that's how you feel. However, um, I've done my research. I know that I can get enough protein. I know that I can get enough, um, nutrients to actually live on this diet. And this is the way that I want to live my life. And this is what I'm passionate about. And if you don't want to support that, that's completely fine. Um, but I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to hear your oh, you're deficient in this, you're deficient in that, like, you're not going to get enough protein, whatever. Um, and the funny thing is, is like, I'll always say, when people ask me, where do you get your protein? I'll say exactly where your protein gets its protein. Ooh. Like, it's, it's, yes. <laughs> it's a good, and it's good, because then people are like, oh, <laughs> and then they have no argument back, which is great. Um, but I think it's been a year and a half. My mother is definitely, she's definitely come around. Uh, so is my, my brother, uh, which is interesting. So like, um, I guess a couple months ago when we weren't in lockdown, we uh, had a family dinner and they made a whole bunch of things that were vegan for me. And it, that was really nice. My mom is, is trying to make vegan things when I go over to their house, which is really nice. Um, the one thing that, 
I have not been able to curb is um, talking about meat. So people uh, in my family love to talk about different cuts of meat, oh, which yeah. makes me want to vomit. And in my case, uh, I would not want to discuss that at a dinner table. So uh, it gets discussed and I obviously will make a face or I will say something and it's not well received. But I think I've, I've made my point that um, I don't want to listen to animals being murdered while you're eating your steak beside me. And I'm not saying anything about your steak and I'm not doing anything to like try and push you to my veganism, but like... It's just common courtesy. I don't talk about your food. You don't talk about mine. So let's just leave it at that. Um, and I think it's just, it, you kind of have to like pick your battles. Like, um, for example, in the dating world, I get asked why I'm vegan every day uh, by people. And they're like, well, why are you vegan? What's the point? Oh, I can't even imagine being vegan and all this stuff. And honestly, like, I don't really care what people think at this point. And if you don't want to be vegan, that's fine. I'm vegan. You don't want to be great. I don't really care. It's your body. Do what you want with it. If you want to murder animals, go for it. That's your own agenda. And I want nothing to do with that part of your life. But um, it's interesting because I think that people are starting to come around to it, but they just don't want to embrace it for themselves. So I think as people see me continue to live perfectly fine on a vegan diet, uh, they're like, oh, well, this is awesome. And um, I'll cook things, for example, if a whole bunch of my friends and I go to the cottage, I will cook full vegan meals and they'll be like, oh my God, this is vegan. This is incredible. So like, I, even in my, I think like, a lot of things from like work life and and proving people um that you're you're smart enough or that you know what you're talking about it's the same thing it translates into teaching people about veganism like if you attack and i realize that that's a lot of people's um approach uh it's not mine um if you attack people about veganism and yell at them and whatever they're going to be like wow you're crazy let's just <laughs> calm down um but i prefer to educate people yeah I love that approach so much. And this is exactly uh, why I do as well what I do. It's just because um, I remember when I wasn't vegan and I remember, you know, these, uh, I forgot what they're called, the people that are standing with their laptops in like big cities with their masks on, um, an anonymous or oh, something. Yeah. Um, and they show yeah. like those like brutal videos of animal slaughters and everything, right? I remember when I was not vegan and I saw this, I was like, they're so crazy. Um, and it, I was like, this is, this is so weird. And I was so like, uh, I so resistant to it. I didn't want to even look at that. And I just felt like all of these vegans were just crazy. Like, um, it just so not like related to me at all. Right. And it might relate to some people. Some people look at that. And, and are open to it. But at this point in my life, and that was many, many years ago, I it, just, it was just weird to me. Um, what convinced me, and this is exactly what you said as well, is um, also the health aspect, right? And also just having the knowledge about it and knowing what you put into your body. It's, of course, like it's a dead animal body, but at the same time, the stress that the animal went through um, and the horrible life that they had, it's gonna 
like you're eating everything, right? You are digesting it all. It's in your body as well. So you're going to kind of feel it the same way, right? And this is also where uh, people start just feeling better the moment they stop to stop eating meat because you're eating the pain and you're eating um, everything that the animal that the animal went through. And so just like you said, like the best approaches, in my opinion, and because it works so so well for me, is seeing other people thrive on a vegan diet, look great, and be like, I'm the healthiest I've ever been, right? And this is also the way I try to show it to people. I'm like, see, you know, you can work out, you can eat healthy, you can get your protein, and you're going to feel and look awesome. What else do you need? There's no need to eat an innocent animal because you don't need to, right? And especially today, we're in 2020, the amount of like plant products, which are absolutely amazing. What's your excuse, right? Um, so I, I love that approach of yours as well. And it's just, um, it's just well-rounded. And uh, what you said also with like being at the dinner table and uh, your family discussing like different cuts and stuff like this. I had the exact same thing when I was visiting my grandma last year. And I was just sitting there, I was like, this cannot be real. Like, it, it was the first time I was confronted that way after I went vegan. And I never really paid attention because before it was normal for me. But when I was sitting there, I was like, this is just, this is so weird. Like, this is really like, this, I, I just couldn't believe it, right? Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, the thing is, it's, it's always going to be like this. And uh, we just need to try to show people that we just, what you said, we just feel, look awesome. Um, and we are the healthiest, you know, version of ourselves because we are not putting all of these things into our right. And also just fun fact, I watched before our interview, I watched a video about COVID and, um, and uh, a plant-based diet and how a diet can help you, not even like with COVID, but generally like uh, help you be healthier and be able to like treat certain or like uh, fight certain viruses or anything, any like sickness that you go through. Um, and it was also super interesting because of course it just makes sense, right? If you eat good food, you are not gonna like have all of these effects. Um, but yeah, I love that. Um, so I also just love how it kind of interconnects with the goals that you have had um, in order to like, okay, you went vegan, but you still didn't feel 100% and you decided to join the coaching program um, because you knew, okay, there's something that I need to change about my diet and the way I want to feel. So uh, you already kind of discussed what the most challenging part was about you going vegan, but what would you say was the most challenging part about um, this health journey that you went on four months ago? Yeah, um, I mean, I started the program, I guess, like I said, because of nutrition, and I've, I had a trainer before, and she was awesome, I loved her, but I think the concern I had is that I don't have anyone in my corner, so to speak, that's helping me with nutrition or, um, or training that knows the vegan diet and is vegan themselves. Um, and that's really what I wanted help with. And I feel like it's, it's a better connection when you're kind of on that same vegan journey, we'll call it. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me, uh, throughout this is, has been my body dysmorphia. Um, that's my biggest challenge and 
has nothing to do with anyone else. It's really just something that I've struggled with my whole life. Um, so that was really my challenge. But I think that throughout this, it's it's gotten a lot better. And I know just like you would tell me, like I told you when I first started this, that I felt huge. Um, and I remember you being like, uh, no, you're not huge like at all. So we really got to work on this. And um, I remember the first week I lost like, I think six pounds or something like that, or like five pounds. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good. And I was like riding that high and I was like so excited. And then for a couple of weeks, I wasn't losing weight again, but my body composition was changing, but I didn't realize that. Um, And like, I would look at the photos and I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm changing a little bit. And that was the first, I guess, couple of weeks or months. And then as I continued on um, in just like looking at my progress photos, I felt so much better about it and I felt less bloated, which leads to me feeling um, quote unquote skinnier, we'll call it, um, and and leaner. And I felt less tired, so I wasn't feeling as blah. That's the only way I can describe it as blah. Um, And I wasn't feeling that like brain fog. so, So I think... The, the biggest challenge and I think I'll I'll fight this the rest of my life however it's definitely not as bad anymore um since I started the program is is really that body dysmorphia and how I see myself when I look in the mirror um and I don't think that a lot of people this is like a lot for me to share I don't really share this kind of stuff um I think a lot of people don't even probably realize that that I feel that way because I'll just like kind of go about life but I, I won't wear anything tight ever. It's like always very baggy and all that. Um, just cause I don't want to kind of show off my body, but now I feel a lot more comfortable in my own skin. And obviously I'm continuing that journey. And that's part of the reason that I, I signed on for another three months is so that I can continue feeling better about myself and I'm um, feeling better in my own, in my own skin. Um, so that was probably my biggest challenge. I think the nutrition and like following a meal plan is like my favorite thing ever. It's awesome. And following a training schedule. I, if I have a schedule, it's like, I'm, I'm the happiest person on the planet. So, um, that's really helpful. So really the challenge was more mental for me. I appreciate that a lot, Sam, that you opened up about this. Um, and I know I can only imagine it's not easy to open up about it, especially when you say that not a lot of people, actually know this um and it's not easy to be vulnerable and uh it's it's, of course it's something that has been part of your life for so long and is still affecting you on a daily basis of course it's not always easy to just be like hey world by the way (laughs) this is happening to me right so um i really appreciate that and i this is one of the things that I've seen the most in you. And I was so surprised because of course we are in those group calls um, on a weekly basis and um, a couple of times you were not able to join. So sometimes um, even though I check in with you like twice a week or very regularly and see what's going on, um, these are some of the things that you never shared with me. And when we had this call a couple of days ago and you told me like, hey, this is actually like it's starting to shift. I was like, holy shit, finally, because I remember when you you were kind of plateauing, you described it that way, right? Where you're like, I'm not losing weight, I'm not losing weight, nothing's happening. I told you to like, relax. (laughs) And um, also, you know, you just stopped taking birth control. Your body was going through so many changes. Um, 
and the scale is not everything. This is also why I ask you like, okay, yes, losing weight can be a goal, but also because we are working on body recomp, um, you're going to gain muscle in certain areas where it's going to weigh right? It's going to weigh something. And so um, the scale at some point is not going to move much. It might even increase. You never know, right? So we will see what's going to happen. Um, and it did with me too. And it will with everyone that is on the journey of gaining muscle um, because muscle weighs as well. So that's why the scale shouldn't always be our number one approach. And I'm just so, so proud to see how that has shifted for you and that I hope it's not like your number one indicator for success at this point anymore. It's really like looking at those photos and seeing what's going on and really just um, accepting everything about you and accepting everything about this journey. And I really see that you are going through this, even though, of course, some days might be harder than others, completely normal. Um, but it's just, it's a journey, right? That's why I always call it, call it a journey, a health journey and not like, this is my end goal. And, um, you know, and if I don't get to this end goal, I'm going to be unhappy the whole time. This is where a lot of people get stuck and give up, right? And you're not giving up. <laughs> so I'm very excited for the next few months as well. Um, would you say that kind of everything that, you know, all of the changes that you've described to me has, have also impacted you, um, in your life, like in some, in some kind of other way? Yeah, I think that, um, I'm a lot more confident. Uh, and it's interesting. I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day and she was When you're at work, you're like the most confident person ever and I can feel it and I see it and I'm like, whoa, we're shit together. Um, and then when you're in like more of a uh, social setting, you're not as confident. And I think, and she's one of my friends who I, I talk to about my body issues, so she understands. Um, and she's like, it's crazy because it's like a complete shift And I feel like it's definitely changed um, in terms of how confident I am. Like I'll wear like a cropped shirt or a cropped sweater with like tight jeans and I won't care. And um, I'll feel a lot more confident about the way that I, that I look and, um, and the way that I feel. And I think that it all comes down to how I'm feeling from, from like the inside, like, yes, my body composition has changed and I don't really weigh myself that much anymore because I know that that's a complex that I have. And if I see that the weight isn't moving, I will focus on that. So it's better that I don't weigh myself constantly. I do it like maybe once a week, sometimes every two weeks, just because I don't want to be like, oh my God, I gained three pounds in a day. What is happening? And I don't want to start freaking out. Um, so I really focus on, on those pictures and the progress pictures. And that makes me feel so good. And I'm actually so proud of myself. And I think that that's kind of showing and it's, it's translating into my everyday life. And like, I'm more confident in dating now. because like before when we first started this whole COVID thing and I felt gross and I wasn't eating properly on a vegan diet, I was like, Oh my God, I have to go on dates like, well, when we weren't in lockdown, um, I have to go on dates, or I have to talk to people, and, like, I don't feel comfortable, and now I'm, like, you know what, I feel good, I feel good mentally, um, I feel a lot healthier, I feel stronger, and I'm, you know what, if you don't like me, you don't like me, if you like me, you like me, so I just feel definitely a lot more confident, and it's definitely translated, um, 
in from from kind of like my confident self when I'm at work to my my whole life and uh I think it's just because I I know that I can be the healthiest version of myself now um and I am I'm, I'm still obviously on that journey and like I'll have days where uh like I eat a piece of pizza and then I'm like oh crap I shouldn't have done that um but I know that I'm allowed to do that because you know you can't just like deprive yourself of stuff um, and it's not the end of the world if I eat one piece of pizza and then the next day I eat like my mug cake and all of that that I love every day because it's not going to make me gain 10 pounds that I've lost so far. Um, so I think that that confidence has definitely, definitely um, kind of arisen during this program, which is wild because I've never felt confident um or comfortable in my own skin, even when um, I was very, very small uh, in my early 20s, I, I still didn't feel confident. So um, yeah, that's really important to me. And it's, it's uh, really cool. Oh, Sam, you can be so, so proud of you. And I am so proud of you as well. And I just appreciate you like sharing all of this. I really, really do. Because uh, it's so like so many women go through similar things what you're describing. And I just love that it is possible to change that about you. And even though like you say, hey, you know what? I just don't care if you like me or not. Like I'm just going to be me. Right. And this is the biggest shift that you can make because what you said, like we put so many restrictions on ourselves. And also um, I love that you described the the way that you balance um, your lifestyle out as well. If you have a piece of pizza, yes, you might still think those thoughts and this is normal. This is what a lot of women go through and men as well. Um, but it's about the balance, right? And I love that you also said, it's not going to make me gain 10 pounds the next day. It's not going to happen, right? It's, it's impossible. It's really about having the balance. So you said, I'm going to have that pizza and the next day I'm just going to go back to my regular routine and I'm going to feel great. Um, and just the, generally the confidence part is just so, so powerful. And many women need to hear this, that it's possible to really change that, to shift your mindset, to shift um, your health, uh, because it's all interconnected. And, I, and, and with you, we can see that. It's like every single little thing that you are changing in your life is like all interconnected to your overall well-being, right? It's not only, hey, I'm going to give you the meal plan and good luck. But it's really about working on all of these small things, right? You stop taking birth control. You start taking more care of yourself. We also worked on some like routines to like sleep better when you had that time, right? And kind of reduce the brain fog with just nurturing your body in a better way. And I just really loved the overall picture that you're sharing here. Um, I do get a lot of people though, sometimes that are a little bit of like, okay, why should I do online coaching when I have a trainer on the spot or when I can just go to a nutritionist, right? Happens a lot. Um, have you had any doubts in the beginning um, about online coaching and how that was going to go or like did you make or did that kind of change for you at this point? Um, I think I had a few doubts, but online coaching really helps with my lifestyle. So I guess in the beginning, um, Sometimes when I don't have someone holding me accountable, like in person, um, I'll just go and do my own thing and I'm very stubborn. So someone's not like, hi, what are you doing? Why aren't you getting it together? 
then I'll just, I'll just go and do my own thing, uh, which I told you at the beginning before I started the program. I was like, if I fall off the wagon, I need you to yell at me, and I'm giving you permission to yell at me uh, right now. Um, so I think that was probably my only hesitation. Um, but I think the, all the resources and uh, the group of girls uh, that are in the program is really awesome. It's like a whole community and you're not all by yourself. So I think the difference is that when you have like a nutritionist in person, um, which I had when I was, when I was in my teens, um, and I would just go there. It was almost like a, it felt like a therapy session almost. It was so weird. I would just go there for a check-in and they'd weigh me and then they'd look at all the things that I would eat and then they'd scrutinize everything. And then they'd be like, why did you eat this one thing this one time? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm 16 years old. Let me live my life. Um, and then I had trainers in person. And, and again, like, that's great. But if I get used to having someone there all the time uh, training me, then I'm not going to, I'll just go to the gym when I have a trainer. And I won't go to the gym the other days. And then that'll cost me a billion dollars because I have to go to with my trainer every day. Um, so I think... The online coaching really helped me with my lifestyle because I need to go to the gym at weird times. I either need to go really, really early in the morning or late at night because I have dogs and I have to work a lot and things come up and I need it to be flexible. Um, so having it so that I can kind of be flexible in my life is, is really helpful. Um, and knowing that I can just text you or, uh, message people in the group and ask questions or get that support at any time is really important. And I think when you don't have that online, um, presence, you don't, you don't get that type of support. So like you get support when you're with your trainer in person for that half hour or 45 minutes or an hour, and you get support when you're with your nutritionist once a week or once every two weeks for an hour. And then you're on your own for the next X number of days, right? So um, although I'm not one of those people who bugs you all the time, um, when I have questions, I don't feel scared to reach out um, or nervous to reach out to the other girls. And having that kind of support network is really important. And I feel like everyone kind of goes through the same things when they start the program and being able to ask those questions and get clarity and um, ask people's opinion and even not talking about um, the program at all. Like sometimes we talk about puppies, like the other, when I got my puppy a few weeks ago, one of my wins for the week was that I got my puppy and um, I got to foster her. Now I adopted her, but I got to foster her. And that started a whole thread of everyone talking about their dogs and sending pictures and like, it's so nice. Like, I don't know these people, but we have chats and normally I wouldn't do that with people that I don't know. Um, so it's just like, it's like a little family now. And uh, it's nice to have that support, especially when you're vegan and you're like the odd one out and don't know what you're doing necessarily all the time. Uh, it's nice to kind of have that support and, and talk to people. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that and just um this community aspect is also one of the things that i used to miss when i uh when i had my trainer and um 
I think it's so amazing like how all of the girls are connected from all around the world and whatever question you have you will have someone that probably has you know um, some kind of answer to it and opinion now I saw that sent I think there's also a question to you and you can definitely check it in the Facebook group because one of the girls is getting a puppy for next week and she has a couple of questions about like food and stuff like this so definitely check it out <laughs> I'm sure you can help her out yeah. Um, so yeah I just love this and I also love what you said it's not only about like okay training and fitness of, of course it's the main it's the main uh, topic but anything else that's going beyond that um, is also part of it because this is what community does it's the connections that a lot of times especially during these weird COVID times when there is not a lot of connection happening. I think it's great that we have that virtual space of like, you know, in those group calls you are with the girls and then you always have the ongoing support. So I really appreciate that. And I'm very happy to hear that, you know, you see it this way. And I also totally agree with, with what you said um, with the nutritionist and the trainers that you only have that person for that specific amount of time. Um, whereas with an online coach, you he she's kind of there or he's kind of there 24 7 um and i think this this makes it so much more special and this is also one of the things that i love about my business coach as well um because as i already told you i i have a business coach now as well and um she's also always there and it just makes everything so much easier it feels safer you feel like if you have a question you can always ask instead of wait until the next meeting because of course you also have business coaches in real life um and but you don't like you cannot always just call them be like hey by the way i have a little question which might be silly you can just do that with your coach right that's why they're there that's why they're in the online space so i just really really love the concept of it i'm a big fan of it um and yeah thank you for just kind of summarizing it also from your perspective i think that's super powerful and and super useful for the others that are scared to um do something similar so I know we're almost at the end, but I still have one or two questions, but we can go through them quite quickly. So first thing, um, what would you say or what would you tell someone that is scared to make a change? Either way, going on a health journey or becoming vegan can be both. Um, I think that I would tell them that it's okay to do something for yourself that is going to empower you and make you feel like the best version of yourself. Um, I was scared to kind of do it because I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot of commitment and whatever, but it was probably the best decision I've made for myself because I feel so much better and I've learned so much and I've changed so much and um, I just feel like a different person, not not personality-wise and not... Um, not like that but I just feel healthier and I feel more alert and I feel like I'm doing something that will shape the rest of my life and although it starts off in sport months and now it'll be seven months when, I, when I'm finished but um, I think that time will really set the stage for the rest of my life as I continue training and I continue um, eating on a vegan diet um, so in terms of getting into online uh, coaching and and joining the program honestly I would just do it like don't be ridiculous like it's gonna help you it's gonna make you feel so much better you'll learn so much um and I'm not really into the, like all that like so much information because I get tired because I'm at work all the time and I'm like oh I just want to relax but all of the information that I've learned from you is like very important and it's things that I've implemented into my life so and I can see the difference so 
I'm the type of person that if I don't see a difference, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Bye. Um, but I, I can feel and I see a difference. So that's why I want to continue. Um, so yeah, online coaching, honestly, I would just do it. I like just dive in and, and you won't regret it. Um, in terms of veganism, I mean, again, I, you're going to do what you're going to do and I'm not going to push my, my veganism on anyone, but I will say that I feel like a better person being vegan. Um, I, I said it earlier, I think it's hypocritical to love animals, but then eat them, um, and wear them and, and all of that. Um, that's just my, my point of view. And I really love animals. Like if I could have a farm with a million dogs and like (laughs) chickens and cows and everything, I totally would. Um, so I think it's just in my mind, I didn't want to be that type of person. I didn't want to be that type of person that said, Oh, I love animals. And then go eat a steak. It's just not who I am. And I didn't feel, it just felt wrong. It feels wrong in my gut to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. and for people who think or want think they want to go vegan and they're not sure I would watch different documentaries. I would reach out to people who are vegan on Instagram. Like they would be, I have not met one vegan who's not like, yeah, I will totally help you. What questions do you have? Like, because we want to support you in your, in your transition to being vegan. Um, and if you don't want to just dive in right away, start with one or two meals maybe you're a vegetarian so start with one meal per day is just vegan and then slowly transition like you don't have to do what I did and just cold turkey like I'm vegan now um you can slowly transition no one's going to judge you everyone has slips and um you could be vegan and then eat something that's not vegan by accident and you don't even know so like things you'll have slips you'll you'll not know what to do but like having a support network will help you so that kind of ties into the online coaching and I know a number of the girls who are in the program now they weren't vegan before and now they are and I think that they and obviously I'm not speaking for them but just based off of talking to them I think that having that support network is really helpful and I kind of wish that I had it when I first started totally agree same thing I wish I had that support network because I was just like you I went vegan completely cold turkey I had no friend not like you had a best friend I think it's absolutely amazing that you had someone to rely on um I was completely on my own I didn't know any other vegan um and that was scary because I was like why you know like I don't know what to do um and of course with time I did also realize what you said like having a support system is gonna help you so much through the journey and so um also I started reaching out to people trying to make some vegan friends and it just kind of developed into like mainly having vegan friends at this point um and yeah I just the community aspect is just so important whatever it is that you want to achieve and and um just doing it a lot of times we overthink it right because we then what you said like not prioritizing ourselves or thinking what will like another person think if I do this or you know I don't deserve this at this point it's not the right time like there's so many excuses that we always put in ourselves but my god life's short just do it don't overthink it um last question and then we're done um what are your health and personal goals for the future um in terms of health i just want to keep uh going with the way i'm going i just i feel like i'm on a high right now um and i feel so much better so i want to make sure that i continue that routine and and continue to feel better um 
over the next three months for continuing the program, I want to focus on creating my own meals and uh, adding those into my my meal plan um, so that I can be a little bit more creative um, and and learning my macros and learning how once I hit a point, I start adding calories. So I think that definitely can be our focus for the next couple months. Um, training, I'm, I'm, I'm already pretty good. Like that's, that's my, what I love to do. Um, and, and personal goals, I just want to feel, uh, continue to feel better in my body. Like, as I said, I feel a lot more confident and I feel, um, better in my own skin, but I think there's always room for improvement. And, um, obviously there's moments where I'll still feel not as good, but I think as I continue this journey, I will feel better and better every day. So really personally, that's, that's my, my biggest, um, I love that, Sam. I am so excited for the next three months to come. It's going to be great. Um, I cannot wait to see everything else trans like that already has transformed, transformed even more. And not only, of course, see the transformation physically, but especially mentally. Um, now I see and I feel your good energy and you are feeling really good. But can you imagine yourself in three months? Because I'm excited for that. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I know. I can't even believe it's already been four months. I feel like I'm, I was so negative when I first started this and now I just like, I'm way more chill, which is the type of per person that I want to be and, and am. So. Wow. That's also, that's also crazy. Like that, uh, you kind of, you're a new person now, like you really are. And, um, I'm, I'm very curious to know, but this is going to be something for another call because <laughs> then we will talk forever, <laughs> just what, what it is that made you more chill. But we can definitely talk about this um, on another call or just send me a message and whatever, because I'm, I'm excited to hear more about that. But awesome, Sam. Uh, that is it from my side. Do you have anything else to add or anything that um, we haven't talked about? Or are you all good with everything that we have mentioned? Uh, no, I'm good. I mean anyone who's thinking about going vegan or joining an online coaching program, I would just do it. I would bite the bullet. It's totally worth the investment in financially and um, the investment in you. Awesome. Agree. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Sam. Thank you so, so much. This was so much fun. You have provided so much value just also about yourself and opening yourself up to the world um, and to, you know, other women that are going to feel empowered by you. So I thank you so much. And also, of course, being a vegan spokesperson for the animals um, and the health as well. And of course, the environment. So I'm very excited for everyone to hear this episode. So thank you so much from my side. All right, guys, that was it. I hope you loved it as much as I did. It was so, so much fun to interview Sam. Um, again, I just really think everything that we have covered is going to be so inspiring and so empowering for all of us women and vegans out there. So thank you so much for listening, guys, and until next time.